And what I experienced this year since March was a flow and abundance of new opportunities, new projects, new clients, new business that I had zero plan of how to get them. They just came to me. They literally just came to me. And I know I'm supposed to speak on this miracle so that other people can feel inspired and know it's possible for them because I swear to you, I had zero plan. Welcome to Real with Teal. This world is evolving, my friends. We are elevating as a collective, and it is my mission to expand your mindset and see the realness. You will be hearing from the top thought leaders, change makers, and entrepreneurs across all industries on how energy, intuition, manifestation, and consciousness have all played a massive role in their success and fulfillment. I'm your host, Teal Cooper. Let's get real. I am so excited about today's episode with one of my best friends, Lauren Guerreri. Lauren is one of those people who truly has such a powerful presence about her. Me and Lo became friends four years ago. Uh, We met at a co-working space that I used to work at in Little Italy, San Diego. And it was just like one of those instant soul connections where we just knew we were meant to be in each other's lives. It's crazy because our friendship has evolved so much since then, and we both have truly played like a major role in helping each other navigate through our own spiritual and self-discovery like journeys. Lauren is the queen of abundance. She makes attracting money into her life look effortless, which is why I'm super excited for her to share her insight all about abundance and Lauren started her career in marketing, working at a few different marketing agencies, working her way up the corporate ladder and with some really big name clients like Elf Cosmetics, Alicia Keys skincare brand, Legoland, and a ton more. Lauren ended up leaving the corporate world in March of 2021, and she's currently a marketing consultant, and she's also launching her own business called House of Low, which she will tell you all about but I am so excited for her to share her story with you today. And she actually will give you some action items and rituals that we can all start implementing into our daily routine to really help us attract more abundance into our lives. So with that, let's dive into the episode. Okay, guys, I'm sitting with Lo right now in her beautiful new office space. <laughs> I'm just so excited that we're doing this, and that you're Me here today. Too. I'm so grateful to be here today. And I'm so excited that you are launching this podcast and bringing these conversations to the world because entrepreneurs and creators, there is an expansive world available for you when you tap into what we're going to talk about today, which is abundance. Yes. Abundance with the abundance queen. (laughs) But I would love to start by you taking us through your journey in corporate America and kind of tell us how you ended up where you are today. Absolutely. So corporate America, how familiar we all are with corporate America. My journey was, and definitely started out in the sense of, okay, I got a master's degree, time to go to work. And my journey started with a lot that had to do with being in this place of, okay, I'm going to have to work really, really hard to make it. And I always had this vision of myself being at the head of a boardroom, like the head Mm -hmm. of a, a corporate 
like company or, you know, chief, whatever officer. And I, that vision was very clear to me, but what that vision really was saying underneath when I was, when I've tapped into my soul now is that I'm just a leader, I'm a born leader, but the way that translates in corporate America is not very soulful and it's not very abundant. Um, so for me starting out, I actually started out in my first job making very little money. Like I, and I lived in New York city. And so I didn't really have enough to meet the standard of living there. And I got into debt and, you know, when you get into debt, it's like you, the scarcity is amplified Mm -hmm. and what that perpetuated for me throughout my career in corporate was I had to work a lot to keep afloat, if you will. And then I learned very early on the art of negotiating and my second job in corporate America catapulted me to six figures and I was 25 years old. So what that did was now the money challenge was sort of taken care of in a way I was able to meet the demands of where I lived and I was able to live more freely and um, I would say enjoy more luxuries in my life, but working was nonstop. I mean, there would be times when I would work 14 hour days. And then what slowly happened, and this is like late 20s into, you know, just earlier this year, is I grew very fast. I was promoted a lot. I, it was like this skyrocket happened for me. And I was continuing to make more and more money. But throughout that time, what I, and I, and I wasn't awake to this at the time. It's only in hindsight. Now, the more money I made, the more I worked and the more scarcity was still like part of that cycle of working because yeah, because in corporate you're working alongside other people who are working that way. So it's like this undercurrent and pressure you feel to work the most, be the, be the one that shines in the room. And, um, there's really collaboration gets lost and ultimately a lot of self-worth and self-value gets really like clouded. Um, and so to kind of round it out, I, in corporate this past year, I left corporate America and I, um, was at the top of my game. Like it makes no, it made no sense to leave zero sense. Mm -hmm. And I was well on my way to making a half a million dollars, you know, and it's, it's one of those situations where we have a choice to believe in the infinite possibilities, or we stay in our comfort zone and playing small, even though the money seems big. Mm-hmm. What I actually know at my core and in my heart is that I can make more than that, making an impact on the world and living from my soul. And 100%. there's a tremendous amount of trust that has come into that because it's not all necessarily unfold. Like it's all, it's unfolding now, you know, mm-hmm. but to even unlearn corporate America is a process in and of itself. Definitely. And I, we've talked about this before, how society is just structured from a place of scarcity. Yes. How do you think we can shift that mindset to adopt more of an abundance mindset instead? Yeah. This 
I think it's very simple. It's when more and more humans tap into the belief that there is enough for everyone Mm -hmm. and not just enough, but an overflowing amount of possibilities, opportunities, prosperity, money, wealth, creation, the frequency uplifts on this planet and everything just starts to flow in to everyone's life. And it does take a mindset of connecting the dots. You know, I really want to say this, and I say this very boldly. There are two ways to live and look at the world. Mm -hmm. The first is to believe that nothing means anything. And the second is to believe that everything means something. And you and I both have lived this life where we see how everything is interconnected. Every single thing that happens in your life, every single person you meet, every single moment you have, place you go, experience you have is interconnected yeah. to a bigger plan that your soul has chose for you. Okay. There are no coincidences. There are no accidents. <laughs> there, there's no accidents. There are no coincidences. And when you tap into even just that foundational mindset shift, abundance becomes how you move through the world. Yeah, it's a way of life. And it's what's way crazy too is I think the universe is just naturally abundant. Yes, it's, it's ever flowing. Yes. There's enough for everyone, yeah. but everyone for some reason believes that there's not. Yes. And I think it's because we were taught to believe that way. So, you know, I firmly believe that over many, many centuries, scarcity was invented to kind of instill this fear mindset. And it's not even just a mindset. It's like everybody embodies this fear mm-hmm. of there's never enough. And it's, it all comes from one basic human kind of problem, which is self-worth. Like most people just believe that they're not worthy of prosperity, of abundance and they don't have the gifts or the talents it takes to create that Mm -hmm. because I don't even want to say to get there because we have to be very mindful of putting all these time constraints on how things can happen and how they unfold and one thing you always say that I love is the detachment and detaching from the how and the when and you allow the universe to actually create and, and flow opportunities to you that you could have never even dreamt up like we can, and you know, we're going to talk about visioning and things like that, but we, some of these things we have to leave to the infinite, like intelligence of the creator and the universe that's around us. And only in hindsight, can we see how these things unfold and are interconnected and are so powerful. Like this had to happen. You know, if you've gotten laid off, like that had to happen to open you up to, I just talked to somebody recently and she got laid off from a very big job in pharmacy and she now is like speaking and doing like wellness, bringing wellness to corporate America. And she said, I would have stayed in that comfort. I would have stayed in it and I would have never left it. Why would I leave it? And it's so to, to look at life that way is what it's almost like this, these floodgates start to open Yeah, to take that risk. I think so many people are just so scared to leap into the unknown Mm -hmm but you have to make that first step in order to like receive from the universe. I think of, you know, the inspired action you need to take in order to get to where you want to be. I couldn't agree more. And there's, there's someone once said, you know, if you desire something so deeply from your entire being, the universe just starts to meet you halfway Mm -hmm. and starts to, and if you believe bring you, you you have to, I mean, the believing is, it's almost like a believing and a knowing. Yeah. 
you know, we always talk about like, it's one thing to believe something, it's another to know it. Mm-hmm. And the knowing is what this da- the daily work and rituals and practices we do strengthens because knowing something, you're just so certain of it, the certainty yep. of something. And it's so hard sometimes because you can believe and know in the outcome, like to your core, but your daily life and reality might kind of convince you out of it. Yeah. Like shit might happen. Things go wrong. Yeah. You start to doubt yourself, feel discouraged. And you can't lose that faith and certainty in the outcome. Yeah. Even if you don't know the how, how you're going to get there. That's right. It's so true. And I'm very, I think one of the key things about abundance and even like how society gets there is to openly talk mm-hmm. about money. Yes. And not just the word money, but the numbers, right? Yeah. So I was very clear. I was making six figures, right? At 25 years old. And I continue to make more six figures in my career. And I want to share, you know, kind of that shift that's happened because I left corporate America in March of this year. So that's how many months ago? It's not that long ago. Mm-hmm. Right. And I did it. I want to be clear with almost zero plan. Okay. I had some savings. I had some projects going and clients, but there's so much unknown, massive amounts of unknown. And even towards the end, I was that questioning still was happening for me, but I pushed through it and I took a leap of faith to your point, Teal. And I, but in December of last year, I had decided to do this. Mm -hmm. Like it, it, it just, it was like decided. And I remember on the 21st of December, I, which is the winter solstice. And it's sort of a beautiful time to really think about the next year and what you want to manifest and what you want to create and to make your vision statements. Right. And the statement I said and created for myself was I am calling in $300,000 in my business. And let's be clear. It's your own business. My own business. Yep. And I said that, and then I proceeded to say that every single morning of every single day mm-hmm. out, this loud. Year, out loud. And, and that was actually a simple, there's, I've learned so much more about speaking things into existence and how you can take that to the next level, but that's all I did. Right. And what I experienced this year since March was a flow and abundance of new opportunities, new projects, new clients, new business that I had zero plan how to get them. They just came to me. They literally just came to me. And I know I'm supposed to speak on this miracle so that other people can feel inspired and know it's possible for them. Because I swear to you, I had zero plan, zero plan. And it is November, almost November. And I am three quarters of the way to make that goal of 300,000. So amazing. And you could even argue, gee, was 300,000 too small, (laughs) but that like that number to me is allows me to, and that's the other thing about money is getting clear about why you want money and what is it for? For me, 300,000 allows me to be generous in my life with those I love, save, have a cushion, live a luxurious and affluent life because I deserve that and I'm worthy of that and to give to causes that um, make the world better. But the biggest piece of the reason I, I was calling in that money was to reinvest in my business and my gifts so I can bring them to the world to make the world better. And believe me, the intention you have around money, if you just want it for things, the universe, the universe will deliver that, but yeah, you're just it may be, yeah, you won't feel fulfilled and it may not be 
in the most aligned way for you. It may actually be fueling the void and the void void and maybe some of your like things that aren't serving you in your life. Right. Mm -hmm. So the intentions behind why I was calling in that money, I think are equally as important, but the universe doesn't really judge. A lot of it's about certainty Mm -hmm. and like, do you believe it? And the universe will bring it. It's really that simple. Well, that's why affirmations are blowing up on TikTok. Like, you see that? <laughs> yes. Every single yes. TikTok I feel like on my For You page is affirmations that's worked for people. And yeah. it works because people are saying it out loud and they believe it every day. And eventually you're going to trick yourself into believing it, even if you don't in the beginning. And you should tell them why, why, why do we say that out loud though? Like, what's the, what's the subconscious mind? What, what do we have to overcome every day in our subconscious mind? Yeah. These limiting beliefs that were programmed when we were children and money I've read about like the research around money beliefs. It's almost more like more potent than like sex or body beliefs or relationship limiting beliefs. It's like, it can be one of the most, cause like you said, we live in a society of scarcity. Yeah. So these limiting beliefs around money that almost everybody has are really potent and well, they yeah. fuel like that. It's crazy. And this leads me to like the idea that money is just an energy, right? Yes. It's an energetic frequency that we need to tap yes, into yes, yes, yes. just like everything else. And I think a lot of people think abundance only means money, but no abundance is your health relationships. Like all aspects of life can be abundant. Because to truly live a fulfilling life, which I know is your big message for the world, you, if you're in a a mansion all by yourself with all your money, money is meant to be shared. And that's the other thing about the energy of money. What I have deeply connected the dots of is that the more generous you are, the more money comes. It's just how it is. And it's not just generous with time or with with money. It's also time and your energy, Mm -hmm. but it is money as well, because even in, times when I wasn't treating money in the best way, I was always generous and I, it did come to me. It would come to me. And that's something we learned. Uh, we've learned in many different books about money and the energy of abundance, you know? So being generous, any money you give out comes back to you sevenfold. I, I believe that. And I've experienced that, yeah, you know, because it's an energy. It truly is it's yeah. like the physical paper you know, it's not, that's not what it is. Right. And if you're holding on to money with your clutches, think about the energy you're giving that. Yep. It's desperation. It's scarcity. It's, it's fear. It's need and lack. Yeah. Everyone needs to read the book that changed our life <laughs> forever. Let's talk about okay, it. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to tell you the story. So, um, it's funny, this book, I had seen a couple different people that I follow talk about all of 2020. And I, finally got it in December of last year. And I swear it's called, first of all, it's called a happy pocket full of money by Dave, David Cameron Gikandi. He is a Nigerian businessman. And I swear he channeled this from high above. Mm-hmm. And I read that book and it was like reading a truth. I had always known it was like an awake an abundance awakening. Definitely. And I told, I immediately told Teal about it. Cause we have been already tapping into this all of the last few years. Um, but I remember telling Teal about it and we, it just blew our minds because it is the truth. It's the truth about how money works. And, and not by just the, money, it's abundance and Abundance everything. in general and the infinite and yeah. energy. And the key piece is that money only has value because we say it does. If tomorrow the currency to get things and acquire things was iPhones, we'd all be trying to get a million iPhones. <laughs> you know, it's like, Uh, Money is just because it 
the physical aspect of money is just because we put value on it. Mm -hmm. So when you can almost detach from making it this really big thing, it's actually starts to flow to you more, you know, but if you treat it with such like intense fear and scarcity, you will block it. Mm -hmm. You just will block it. But there is infinite amounts of money in the world. And it's because money comes from creation. Mm -hmm. And I love this, this, this aspect of, of the whole world and how things work in the universe, which is creation. Everything is being created. And like you said earlier, the earth is like constantly regenerating itself. And the earth has unlimited resources, like from a a money and energy perspective. Right. And so because of that, we're actually able to tap into that. And that's the big shift is tapping into certainty and knowing and believing that there is an infinite amount available for you to tap into. I love that. It's so powerful. Let's say someone is living in the scarcity mindset, but they want to adapt to a more abundance mindset and their physical reality might not be lining up to what they want. What are some rituals they could start implementing Mm. daily to kind of create that shift of mindset? Yeah. One of the key pieces is getting out of the present moment. And I know everything is talks about being in the present moment, but in order to tap into the infinite possibilities, we have to not let ourselves be bogged down energetically by any struggles or challenges we're having in our current mm-hmm. life with money, you know, and yeah. opportunity and whatever it is for you. It could be career growth. It could be health. It could be challenges in your relationships. So by getting out of the present moment, I think the best way to do that and, 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 and getting out of like your mind just going crazy is really to get in nature and allow yourself to be in the energy of the infinite. Being in nature allows you to just, you can almost, there's like this feeling of, oh, there's so much possibility, you know? So that's first. And then allowing yourself to think big. And I think the best practice to do this is through journaling, but it could also be you just like recording like things that are coming to you and just speak things out loud. Like just say what you want to create or what you want to call in or what you desire and allow yourself to think big. And it's funny, this is actually very hard for most people because most people are so conditioned to their current circumstances or the circumstances of their parents and what they were taught is possible. So it's actually harder to do than it seems. And one like prompt I would give you is if I had no fear, what would I create today? Or even like, if I had no fear, what would I believe is possible? Yeah. Without any limitations. Cause the only limitations we have are the ones that exist in our mind. That's right. It's a hundred percent true. And, um, the third is once you're actually able to review and look at what you kind of visioned out, you know, your brain dump, if you will, um, really start to frame, maybe it's one to three statements that are your own personal affirmations that you can say and speak into existence on a daily basis, ideally. And the formula for this is you have to speak it into the present moment. So it's, I am, and I actually love writing the statements like this. I like saying, I am calling in $300,000 in my business. 
And that's like a great example of how to do that. And from there, you one, so there's two different things. The first is you could actually journal that every night and write it out and then just speak it out loud every night, or you can record it and listen to it in your own voice. The key is to listen to it in your own voice for sure. And one of the things that's really, really powerful for getting rid of these limiting beliefs is to listen to it every night before bed, because we know this, the subconscious mind marinates on these, like what we think about, especially right before bed Mm -hmm. all night. And it starts to chip away at those limiting beliefs and it starts to open up the channel I love that. to abundance. You know what else has been helpful for me too is expanders. It's like finding real people. You don't have to know them. Maybe they're on social media, but you, you know, you're familiar with who they are as people who have experienced and attracted what you want to attract in your life and yeah. you can relate to them. Yes. So like for me, it was finding women who didn't go to business school, weren't yep. like in, in the finance world, but they were gritty and persistent and like are badass entrepreneurs. And so for me, that was like really powerful to say, oh, if she could do it, I can do it. Mm -hmm. And I think everyone should start looking for those types of expanders that they can kind of open up their mindset and get rid of those limiting beliefs. 100%. I think another thing that's happening right now, that's really opening, because like the earth is shifting, whether you want to tap into it or not, it doesn't really matter. It's shifting underneath us. And there's a choice that we have to really flow with those shifts and to think about what we can bring to the table, right. To make the world better and more conscious. But I will say that there is a undercurrent of, it's like a huge wave of a shift in how we work. And what does it mean to work hard? Because working hard is subjective. I mean, I always have said that and I've always believed that it doesn't mean that the things that people have acquired, the success didn't take hard work but I think we're being asked to explore what does hard work mean to us you know because some of the hardest work for me is actually having the courage to tap into my gifts and to record my podcast that's been like very hard for me is the free time that you have now yeah since leaving corporate world is like how do I spend my time how do I spend my time Yeah. yeah and just like hard work doesn't just mean hours it means like, often it means the mindset shifts that are required to tap into mm-hmm. what is meant for us and, and the, the things we deeply desire, you know? Um, I also want to give one, one piece of, um, one tip, which is the word want is technically a word that's based in lack, because if you want something, it means you don't have it. And therefore the mind hears that. And want isn't the greatest signal to the universe because it's saying like, oh, you want me to keep you wanting that, Mm -hmm. right? Want means like, I want a million dollars, but like, that doesn't mean you're you're calling it in. You don't really believe that you're going to have it with that statement. So one thing I've learned that I think is, has shifted so much for me and it's so simple is to use the word desire. And I like saying, I deeply desire or I wish, wish is good. Um, And to just be more aligned with speaking things as if they're already happening. Yeah. I I mean, it sounds so quirky and whatever you want to think, but it's, it's really true. Lots of that book was basically like really drilled in was 
figure out who the person you want to be is and be that person now. Yeah. Don't wait till you you receive it and get to that point. Start acting, thinking, speaking, you know, walking as if you're this person who's already called in what you're wanting or desiring. That's right. Not wanting. Yeah. (laughs) And And I think powerful. Yeah, it really is. And I think too, another piece is, um, letting yourself have, and just, just do an experiment in your life for a short period of time and just sit back and see what the universe brings you. You'd be surprised like what happens. Mm -hmm. It's pretty mind blowing when it, and one has to experience this to even speak about it, which I think we've it, can get, it can get misconstrued because people think, oh, I'm just going to sit on my couch and just, right. you know, attract all this stuff because I'm speaking it into existence. It's like, no, you actually have to do the inspired action and do the work. And the rituals. The too. work could be leaving, you know, something and jumping into the unknown. That's the first step. And really like reflecting and getting quiet within your mind on what that next idea is or what is yeah. that next step to take. And yeah. then once you take that step, you wait, it's like a give and pull kind of thing. Is, you know, you can't is. just sit and expect and do nothing. Right. No, I agree with that. A lot of it's about putting your mind, heart, and soul into something for a period of time. And then there comes this moment and you intuitively start to tap into this where, you know, you have to like sit back, you've done all you could action wise, and it's time to trust and sit back. And I think we experience this challenge all the time Yeah. and to know when to sit back and just let things start to flow to you after you've done those inspired actions is really, it's like a muscle that we're building. I think it is. And I think like we were just talking about today, like things happen where one thing will get plucked away and replaced by something new, like a new opportunity. And in the moment you're like upset about it. And it sucks because it's like you were working really hard and let's talk about that. So, um, this week I had, one of my clients just like, was like, bye. And I was like, okay. And (laughs) (laughs) it was, uh, it was, you know, these moments that happen, they're like the rug gets pulled out from under you. And then if again, you're in the abundance flow, you can rise above, you know, the ego will like immediately start just firing off the thought, the fear bearing thoughts, like, oh, what does this mean? I'm a terrible person. I'm not worthy of this money. See, 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 see. And the ego just starts flipping out. But um, what the key piece when you're tapped into an abundance mindset and like, again, abundance mindset is like a state of being. It's a way of living. It's not, oh, today I feel really happy. So I'm going to now think positively about money. It's like, like you said, Teal, it's every day having rituals and actions that fuel this mindset because scarcity, we still live within. So we have to like push against that, right? Every day, yeah. So what I actually chose to do consciously was say, this is leaving because something else is on its way to me and flowing in. And the same day, I got a new client. That's just how- paying me the same amount. Yeah. It's just, it's crazy. It really is. And that old client wasn't even- They weren't in alignment No, they, they, <laughs> weren't, alignment they weren't for... in alignment for me. And my soul was already like warning me about them. And I was just, you know, my intuition was like, there. but I tried to, you know, this is the story of my life. But, you know, you try things and when things get pulled out from under you, you have a choice. You still have a choice. Mm-hmm. And if you sit in, you can sit with the feelings, but if you sit in fear now and you- allow that to perpetuate for days and days and days, it's, 
it starts to block what was really trying to come in to replace that thing. Cause the universe is like ever flowing. Mm-hmm. It just is right. So our lives are ever flowing every single day. Something's happening. And then this other thing happens and this is connected and something flows out and something flows in. Right. And you can only see that when you are quiet and you can rise above and you make space for yourself um, in stillness to really connect those dots. Yeah. Something that I think is really important that you just touched on was that this client wasn't making you feel good. And I think a lot of people don't realize that's your intuition. Like when you're not, something's not making you feel good. The whole purpose of life is to find what feels good. Mm Because when you're feeling good, you're attracting high vibe circumstances, people, opportunities into your life and people just ignore it. Yes. They ignore these feelings and people, you know, ask what is intuition? Like, how do you know? It's like, just listen to how you're feeling. That's right. And I, I did that. Like I actually, everyone does it. I actually, you know, kept just trying and plugging away and it wasn't an alignment. And I think next time I really want to challenge myself to pull the plug myself Mm -hmm. when I feel it's not an alignment anymore. And that's what we're seeing. It's a learning experience. Everyone has to go through it. And even with relationships and friendships, you know, it's like, it can go transcend into every category of your life. It does because your self-worth as it gets so strong, you start to be the driver's seat of your life where you're really calling out the things that no longer serve you. And you're not afraid of the unknown because a lot of people stay in things. They stay in bad habits that hurt their health, bad relationships that make them feel like shit Mm -hmm. and jobs that don't pay them a lot and don't give them any satisfaction or fulfillment because they think that's all there is. Because that's what we're programmed to believe. They think that's all there is. Yep. They think that's all there is. And they think, well, what am I going to do if I don't have this or Mm -hmm. do this or stay in this? And I do think there's like three ways to live. You know, it's like, there's like three, especially to approach things related to money. It's like playing safe, playing small and playing big Mm -hmm. and playing big requires, it requires risk. It requires tapping into the unknown and the uncertainty and it's getting comfortable with that. It's so important. And just trusting that everything does work out in our favor in the long run. It just does, you know? Um, And I think a a lot of entrepreneurs right now are really seeing this and tapping Mm -hmm. into this. And because I, I talk to so many entrepreneurs and they there's like this constant conversation of I'm doing all these things and this isn't happening. Right. Yeah. And the question there is what do you like, just again, strictly thinking that what I'm physically doing, the actions I'm taking should just bring this in. But you and I both know that if your energy, if your mindset, if you're not in alignment with like your why and what you know, it, it's it's not going to work it's no. like you're blocking mm-hmm. you know and that's why the discomfort comes when the universe redirects us but a lot of entrepreneurs are getting I think more aware of this and really embodying it as part of their strategy in business and how they approach business there are things that just happen that make no sense to the actions you're taking no that's why I think COVID did so many things for people I agree. It like stop people in their tracks and made them reevaluate, you know, what they're doing. Like for me, that was a big one. Yeah. And, you know, even through those still believing mm-hmm. and still having that 
that belief and that certainty that your success is guaranteed. But knowing when the universe is trying to redirect you, because a lot of people stay in things to force. Well, how would you tell people like to give advice on how can you find that clarity within yourself and yeah. like tap into that? Because I think a lot of people are confused as to what they need to do yeah. in order to become more like centered. Yeah. So this comes back to rituals that you commit to every day that allow you to have a clearer head about things, right? Whatever you do on a daily basis is going to connect directly to the results you get. So on a daily basis, if you're living in chaos, your life will be chaos. If you're creating space for stillness and to actually tap into and listen to your inner voice, right? And your inner knowing, you start to trust yourself more. And even journaling, I, th I think is one of the biggest things, mm -hmm. especially for entrepreneurs, because entrepreneurs have often not a lot of people they can engage with, especially yeah. if, and like really talk to honestly about how they're feeling because they're either the boss or they, they're, they're running everything and they feel like they have to be this perfect being and it, it allow it makes them very closed off to the fears they have well that and so, I think they don't have the time to like sit and just be with their thoughts right they're just go 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 but they're not making the time yeah exactly you know they're creating the space it could be as little as 20 minutes but in the morning or at night or even during the day when you need a break and just like to clear your head journaling out like what you're feeling and I think another piece is in order to build more self-trust because most of the, the problem is that we don't trust ourselves enough. Mm -hmm. We don't trust that the actions we're taking are good are the right thing. We don't trust that we're good enough. We don't trust ourselves at all. So if we journal, if we create space, if we actually can sit with ourselves, it's kind of sad, but like a lot of us can't even sit with ourselves. Like we're that sort of like anxiety driven yeah like meditating and looking for all this external validation and it's hard I get it like, yeah it's hard it's just something you have to practice in order to like get better at it like everything we do and eventually it just gets easier it does it does get easier but I think stillness journaling letting yourself feel your feelings but also what are the things that you're doing on a daily basis that actually make you trust yourself more and really asking yourself do I trust myself yeah because everything that happens you're led there you know, and whatever you believe in, if you believe in a higher power, if you believe, if you're an atheist, it doesn't really matter. Some forces are leading you to these things, you know, and you're co-creating with those forces. Yeah. You're co-creating with the universe to let your life unfold in the way it's supposed to. And your business is no different than your personal journey. It's no different. It's actually even more critical to have this mindset, I think, in your business. I agree. And I'm, I feel like there's ways you can give people like to test this out, you know, I know like, test this out in a small way, like what you, what you believe. So even like testing it out with doing, doing, this is like what's coming to mind right now. You have plans with someone. If you actually force yourself to believe they're going to bail on you and they're going to flake and not show up, they probably will. Mm -hmm. They probably won't show up. And I think there's like little things you can do in your life that actually start to make you believe that what you believe is creating your reality. It doesn't mean that well, every too, single- Well, what's crazy is people can believe things like consciously, but then their subconscious beliefs, which people aren't even really aware of, aren't in alignment. And so they, they don't see results because 
deep down, they might not believe what they think they believe. Well, this go, I think this is the classic, you know, people that seem like they're really competent. It's just their ego. Their ego is actually deeply fearful and afraid, but they come off as this like very, like the they're, front, they're yeah. so confident, but deep down they're they don't believe they're worthy of anything. They don't believe they're worthy of success, of prosperity, of love. And it's that, that depth in the subconscious is actually fueling the experience that they're, that they're having in life. And it's very hard. Listen, when I discovered these things, it was like, oh my God, like it was, it's, it's a lot because what it does is it puts the responsibility on us. It's easy to be a victim. It's easy to look at external circumstances and think this is happening to me and other people just have it easier. No, they don't. There are certain aspects of lessons certain people are supposed to learn and what certain people are supposed to go through. But ultimately, if you read a happy pocket full of money, you will understand that everyone has the ability to tap into an abundance of creating wealth, being having a prosperous life and living in a more fulfilling way. It's nothing that anyone, it's consciousness. I just want to say, I think the nuggets that you've shared, I think can change people's lives. Aww. I just hope that it I resonates so. with everyone as much as it like really resonates with us. I hope. And the more, like you said earlier, surrounding yourself with people that are moving through life and business this way, mm-hmm. because if you're surrounded by people that are tapped into scarcity, like hardcore scarcity, that is going to influence you. But if you're surrounded by people that are living this way, trusting this way and seeing the results manifest into their life, you, that inspiration, it just starts to like move in your life. You know, I was in a, um, a business mastermind. I actually, I believe that Teal and I bring a lot of abundance to each other. Like we just expand each other so much. It's crazy, even though we're not in the same business yet, (laughs) but I, um, but I was in a, a mastermind with uh, three other women. And I swear one would have a money miracle. And then two weeks later, the next one would, mm-hmm. it was like just being in their energy, just being in the energy together. Yeah. So much abundance was like flowing. Cause we were doing the work. We were focusing on the mindset of abundance. We were tapping into believing that we're worthy of clients that pay us what we deserve and what we want to call in. Yes. I think that is so important, but okay. I want to transition can you tell us about House of Low? Because I am so excited for you and I think what you're doing is amazing and I want everyone to know about it. Thank you. So House of Low is my company that I'm creating that is focused on creating safe spaces for women to connect deeper and ultimately tap into abundance and what it means to live an abundant life. And like Teal mentioned earlier, you know, abundance is not just money. It's living a full rounded life. That is what abundance truly means, you know? And I feel very called to create offerings and spaces where these conversations can happen. Um, I'm going to be doing my first event where we're actually going to sit together as women and speak into existence, what we're calling in and do um, the ritual that we talked about earlier. And it's so, we don't talk about what we are calling enough. No No one talks about their, and it's funny. Every woman that I've invited to this event is like, Oh, I really, yeah. Like I, it's like, we don't, we need that inspiration and we need to, we need other people to witness our desires because it makes us believe them even more. Mm -hmm. Also, you know, I have my own podcast, House of Low podcast, where I'm just talking a lot about these things. And I'm going to be interviewing women that are 
um, and talking about their journey. And I think it's beautiful. And once you do that, it's a ripple effect. Yeah. Where can all of us find you? Mm. Like, where can we connect with you? So I'm at house of underscore low on Instagram and then house of co. And then, yeah, I would love for you to find my podcast house of low. Her podcast is incredible. I mean, mm. as you can tell, her voice is just mm. like so soothing. I can sit and talk or listen to your talk for hours, but thank you for saying that. Thank you for being here. This was so amazing. And I can't wait for many more. Thanks so much for listening to my conversation today with Lo. I hope you all enjoyed it. And if you did, please share it on social media and tag at House of Lo and myself and let us know what resonated with you. And if you haven't yet left us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts and can take a second to do that, I would be so grateful. That's all for me. I'll be back in two weeks with another episode. Have a great rest of your day.